All right. Of course, we adults know. Is this on? Did I mess it up? Okay. Tell me if I'm too quiet. I'm too, I'm okay? All right. So the Beatitudes we know are more than a simple recipe. We know that it's a lot, it's really easy to talk about life as having these ups and downs and, and that everything will be all right in the end. Um, it's easy to talk about life like that, but it's really hard to live it like that. Do you remember when there was this big furor in our country, this um, excitement and talk about having the Ten Commandments posted in our courthouses? Do you remember when that was a, a thing? And some have argued that rather than the Ten Commandments, what we really should be posting are the Beatitudes. Blessed are the merciful might read very differently on the wall of a criminal court. But would that be practical? Does grace belong in a place of law? Are the Beatitudes standards for us to live up to? They don't really read that way. After all, we don't get to choose when we're poor in spirit. Another word for that would be depressed. We don't get to choose when we mourn. If we did, we would surely choose never (laughs) to experience sadness or loneliness or grief or fear or worry or any of those things. No, the Beatitudes aren't laws designed to layer guilt upon guilt, forcing us to confess our worthlessness. While I have been told that if I'm not making trouble, I'm not pastoring right, (laughs) it's hard to imagine Jesus condemning me for not being persecuted. No, it can't be about guilt, because the very first word in each of these in the Greek is makarioi, often translated as blessed, but more accurately translated as happy, even though many of you really dislike that translation when I read it. Happy are those? That is a more accurate translation. Even the word blissful would be more accurate than blessed. It doesn't seem to fit that Jesus would set us up for guilt and then use the word blissful to describe the condition we can't reach that's out of our control. If he's starting with blessing, happiness, bliss, might that not mean that Jesus was actually beginning his teaching ministry with a word of encouragement? If you think about it, the thousands of people who had gathered on the mountainside, by the way, he had only intended to be teaching his disciples and then everybody else followed him. Those thousands of people who were hearing that message were each experiencing one or more of those conditions in their lives. They were surely hungry and thirsty in body and spirit. They were persecuted by the Romans who taxed them to the point they had to sell their children into slavery. Do you think they were mourning? They were mourning the loss of their freedom, their country, 
Even their religion had been twisted beyond recognition, far from guiding and supporting and loving and fighting for justice, the temple had joined forces with the empire in an attempt at self-preservation. The Beatitudes are a snapshot of what the community of faith could be like if we welcomed people who are experiencing all of those conditions. An invitation for those who fit these categories to get on board and follow Jesus. Maybe Jesus was saying, blessed is the community who welcomes peacemakers. Blessed is the community who makes room for the meek, the hungry, the sad, the lonely. Blessed is the community who makes room for those who mourn at the brokenness of the world, at the mass shootings and the murders. Blessed is the community who is unstained by the impurity of the world, who knows that persecution is inevitable and still decides to do the right thing anyway. Blessed is the community who still decides to make room for those the world thinks are unimportant and unlovable. So here comes the call. If we were to take a snapshot of our community of faith, of the Wayne Community Church, do we see the rich and the poor sitting side by side? Do we see the joyful and the grieving? Do we see people in conflict and those working to help bring peace? Because we need all of them, all of you, and we need those who are missing. Now, Ken has been doing his part, <laughs> bringing men from the men's group, inviting them in. Margaret has been doing her part, dropping off brochures and knocking on doors. When was the last time you invited someone to church? <clears throat> Convince them that we needed them. We needed something that they were experiencing or some gift that they have to offer. So look around and notice two things. First, see just how blessed we are. I have a perfect vantage point for this because I can see each and every one of your faces and I can see just how blessed we are. And... Ask yourself now, who is missing? Then go out and make the invitation. Like our recipe, these blessings have been given to us so that we might share them with others. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs>